0: When bad food choices lead you down a destructive path, your health is at risk. Today, you'll meet a doctor who combines scientific research with biblical teaching. Her simple plan will change your life. Right now, on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burnus, and I wanna thank you so much for being with us today. Well, for a lot of people, myself included, trying to lose weight is a never-ending battle. We try all kinds of fad diets, uh, but the best diet in the world combines these two things, real food and your brain. Our guest today is a neuroscientist with a foolproof method of living healthy using biblical truths. Please welcome the author of Think and Eat Yourself Smart, Dr. Caroline Leaf, great to have you back with us again. <laughs> again. Well you, you have hit one of the most important topics not just in America but I think in the Western world, how we eat and the relationship between eating healthy and our mind. Yes. Uh, you combine the two and uh, I, I'm working my way through this book. It's very, very detailed. But you, you start with a, a a statement that really shocked me, and I actually had to put the book down, and I just had to think about it because it it hit me so hard, and that is that the trademark McDonald's yellow M is more recognizable today than the cross. Oh
1: no, isn't that shocking? I,
0: that just, that's shocking.
2: It that is shocking. It just shows you the impact of what does that actually represent, you know, the fast food lifestyle and eating all those, what I call, the, what's actually called the modern American diet. And it's, the acronym is MAD, the MAD diet. And that's what I explain a lot about in the book and, and the impact of, of the whole modern American diet and what it does to us. You know, and, and what you said in introducing the show about that roller coaster, sort of losing weight, gaining weight and all the different fad diets. You know, eating has, is something that none of us can't do, not do, we have to all eat. But it's become such a complicated thing.
0: But that's what makes it so hard. You could, there, there, if other things yeah. you just simply give up, you make a choice, you get the Lord's strength to, to, to just stay away from. food you have to interact with exactly. on a daily basis. And it's been a challenge. It's not just for me. So many are what, that are watching have been fighting with obesity, with just being overweight or not in good health, with illness that has been affected by how we eat, and uh, this is a real, this is an epidemic. Is. Can you talk, talk about the obesity statistics because they're shocking?
2: Well, basically there's about a, a, a billion people that are obese and overweight and obese, and there's two, two billion people starving. And for the first time in history, we have billion, millions of the billion people that are obese, that are actually obese and starving at the same time.
0: Did I hear that right? You're telling us that there's people that are obese and, and starving, starving at the, at the same, same, time. same time. It's the
2: first time even... Re- Obese and starving. At the same time. First time in recorded history that something like that has occurred. And it really tracks back to the fact that people are eating food-like products. Not real food, they're eating food-like products. And that M, the McDonald's M, represents that kind of concept of the fast food, food-like industrial manufactured food, not the real food that God gave us.
0: The problem is that this isn't just a small amount of the of the American diet, the Western diet, we're talking about food-like products filling our grocery stores.
2: Filling our grocery stores, 17,000 new ones a year, and not just stores in America. It is one of the United States' most successful exports. It's global. The modern American diet is global. You can go to villages that have 300 people in the middle of Australia, and you will find one, super, one supermarket there, and it's filled with the mad diet and people that never had issues with weight and, and those, the kind of chronic diseases that come with obesity are now in the middle of nowhere, that lived off the land, are now living off the supermarket and are getting all the diseases that we see happening in the Western world. So you're saying world.
0: people even in developing nations can be overweight and starving at the same time? At the time? same
2: time, because the food, food-like products aren't food. Real food gives our body nutrition food like products, and what is a food like product? That's something that's been manufactured. There's nothing wrong with food the way God gave us. What the problem is, is what has man done to the food? So when you start taking things and you start fiddling with like taking, the, the, the diversity of nature, like for example, we spoke, we were chatting earlier on about how in 1904 there were 7,000 different varieties of apples. Now we have around about 1,000 and not even all of those are available So in, in the supermarkets. Most supermarkets will have 10, maybe 10. So in other words, so 10, diversity.
0: 7,000 varieties of apples, natural varieties natural of apples varieties that were identified. But the, instead of that being expanded through science, that's actually been limited.
2: It's been reduced. It's reduced
0: been, intentionally by by our food producers. Yes. So
2: what's happened is once we had the industrial food revolution, literally, and food became a, a, like a factory. Product line, um, they took the diversity of nature, the diversity that keeps an ecosystem balanced, and they took that away, and they became, and, and basically, it's monoculture. So that's like one crop. So, for example, if you think of the potato famine in the mid 18th century, they took all the different types of potatoes away. They grew one type. That one type got um, a, a, a disease, and that just destroyed the potato crop. And basically, people were starving. When you, as soon as you fiddle with that, you're going to land up with a major problems, which is what we're landing up with.
0: Why have we? fiddled with it. Why have we done there's, this?
2: There's a lot of the, the initial the, the modern American, the birth of the modern American diet was back when in the, in, in the time of the Depression. Good roots where there was actually a shortage of food after the, after the Depression and so on. So it started off as let's Let's um, let's grow large crops so we can feed the nation. But then it carried on, and it from what started off as a good idea started started getting uh, growing bigger and bigger. And that's when the whole sort of um, GMO thing started, and so people started fiddling with food, and then food-like products were created. Convenience is another reason people started working, both both uh, husbands and wives started working. Life got busier, so food was moved away from being processed in the kitchen, taking time as a family event, to being a quick convenience Jump in the car, eat on the go, um, So and uh, things that will last on your shelf, because anything that's made in a factory will last, but real food doesn't last, like manna didn't last. Real food doesn't last. Talk
0: in your book about altering chemicals to, make, to preserve food longer, it's to right make thing. it taste better to and the palate
2: take bread, take bread for example you pick up a loaf of bread and you know it's like this high sum of these loaves of bread, the, the piece and you know, it's like this huge white thing and that's just, it is pure white poison but what's been done to that, is, I mean there's nothing wrong with wheat wheat is, is excellent wheat is so important, it does so much for your body your hormones and your brain and your body but there was, so, once again there were multiple different types of wheat and most of them have been uh, gone and most of them, there's just a very few that are, the dwarf wheat is the main one that's, that is used now so first of all they've reduced the amount of um, the diversity. Then, when they actually grow the grow the wheat, because of the monoculture, they need pesticides and they need growth hormones. So they need chemicals to keep the, to grow them. So there's chemicals in the ground. There's already there's this this, this wheat that's been fiddled with man's fiddled with it. So you, then you add more chemicals to grow it, more growth hormones. Then it gets um, when, it, when it eventually gets picked. Um, basically, there's three parts to wheat. There's the outer outer fiber part and then there's the starch part and then there's the inner wheat germ. Now the inner wheat germ, for example, has got all the natural oils that contain all the vitamins and everything that we need. This is the way God gave it in perfect balance and the starch has its role and the fiber has its role, the articellulose. Now what they do is they strip away the cellulose, they strip away the wheat germ because that will make it go off in a day or within, a few, within 24 hours. So the nutrition, the tastiness, the health, the, all that's stripped away, the fiber stripped away and they take the starch and that starch, and this is already after the... Uh, this is already on hybrid wheat that's already full of pesticides. So it's already in a bad state even when you picked it, and you still do this to. So then they take the leftover and they, it goes through multiple um, processing um, s- stages <clears throat> until eventually it's not, nothing. I, I, I mean, it's to, just
0: so all this for high, higher yields? And higher
2: yield, pres- a long long time. Higher yields can, it can start a, a, a longer shelf life. It can, it's exported around the world, so you can make it a production line money. Production line. You can produce yeah. all this. So it's, we, it all comes down
0: to profit. Exactly.
2: So basically, corn, wheat, and soy. The mono, The literally, when you talk about a monoculture, it's from wherever the eye can see. You'll see these huge fields of just one type of crop. That's monoculture versus the traditional way that God designed it, family farms or the smaller farms that had a lot of different varieties and a lot of different things that they were growing on the farm. So what they're
0: doing is producing one thing in high yield and then slicing it, dicing it, making it taste like this and that to satisfy the palate.
2: Exactly, and what they're adding is also man-made substances, also stuff produced in in that. So when when you see fortified with vitamin this, vitamin that, that's what we call a reductionist approach where the good stuff has been taken out of context and manufactured in in a laboratory. most of them from corn and soy and, 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 and it's, added.
0: Is it. It's literally killing us Yes, that's and for it's sure. literally starving us.
2: Exactly. That's and that, so it's toxic. It's toxic food products that are, that are destroying the temple that we're living in. And, and
0: just quickly, GMO, What you, you mentioned GMO. What is GMO? What is non-GMO?
2: Well, GM, GMO stands for genetically modified. Um, so that, that basically, that, that's the whole thinking behind that is genetic determinism, so you can fiddle with your genes. It's a reductionist approach, seeing us humans as like machine-like robots, and everything that is in the world is can be modified. You can fiddle with it. It's all parts. You can take a part out, you can put a part in. But what we don't understand, and, and a paper came out in 2015, a, that that globally we don't know about the safety of GMO products. They're not safe.
0: We we have to take a break, which is why I cut you off. When we come back, uh, I'm going to talk to Dr. Leaf about how to choose real foods and then how the mind connects with all this. Uh, We need to get healthier, and there's a way that uh, Dr. Leaf is going to help us to uh, understand. And later, an extraordinary story of unshakable faith despite relentless persecution. It's an inspirational story you don't want to miss. We'll be right back.
1: Are you an emotional eater? Does food control you? Have you tried diet after diet only to fail? This new book can help. For a gift of any amount, we want to bless you with Dr. Caroline Leaf's new book, Think and Eat Yourself Smart. It combines biblical truth with science, creating a step-by-step plan that will help you manage your weight and enjoy a healthier, happier life. God has given you the power to improve your health, and with this book, you can make it happen. Not only will Dr. Leaf's book help you find renewed health and wholeness, but your support will also help Jewish Voice provide life-saving humanitarian care to Jewish people and their neighbors in desperate need. We've started the work. But with your help, we can do so much more. Anything you can do will make a difference and save lives. If you can share a gift of $79 or more, we want to bless you with Dr. Leif's new book and these beautifully crafted olive wood candlestick holders, handmade in Bethlehem, just for Jewish voice. Each braided candlestick is approximately nine inches tall with rich tones of color swirling throughout. The olive tree was important to the ancient Hebrews. These candlestick holders are a wonderful reminder of how Gentile believers have been grafted onto Israel's olive tree, deriving sustenance from its nourishing Jewish roots. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to be that blessing. Please call or click right now and help us save and transform lives.
0: Welcome back. My guest is Dr. Caroline Leaf and she's got a new book out. It's a great book and uh, I, I don't like to say books will change. this book will change your life. This book really will. It's called Think and Eat Yourself Smart. Talk about the title, why you chose this title, Think and Eat Yourself Smart.
2: Well, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm a PhD communication pathologist and cognitive neuroscientist, which in- simple language is I'm a mind expert. So you think, why is a mind expert writing about the food? Well, if you have a look at the research on food, your mind is, we've been talking in previous days and things about how your mind is separate from your brain and how your mind changes your brain and how your brain is the substrate through which your mind's got to work and your body is controlled by your mind. So whether you like it or not, you're on earth with a physical body. If you don't look after your brain and you don't look after your body, those are going to suffer, which is going to have a negative feedback into your mind as well. So we can't live disintegrated. We, we spirit, soul, body, we have to be integrated. That's the first reason. So I teach a lot on an on, on integrated, Um, I don't give a special diet, I don't give a special, I don't believe in that, because I believe in eating real food, and I believe in the principle of integrated spirit, soul, body. We can't be going to church, learning the word, getting our mind, supposedly renewing our mind, but then just eating any old thing, because that's one part of the three that we're not looking after. So eventually that suffers, and then you you can't think straight, because your brain and your body aren't functioning like they should. So thinking the thinking side, what research has shown, is that eating is a completely metacognitive event, which means that it is a thinking event. The way you thinking will determine your food choice, will determine your preparation of your body to actually be able to digest that food, to convert that food to nutrition that your body needs if it's real food. The other stuff doesn't give you nutrition. So
0: you're, you're connecting how we eat to the way we think, in well, fact. Well, it's dominated. It's not even
2: connected. It's dominated by. Eating is a thinking event. So, it's 80, it, it, the research shows very similar to research to the, the numbers we gave earlier on in previous shows. But basically, I talk about the 80 20 rule. So, 80% of eating is in the mind, 20% is in the food. It's actually higher. I just rounded but, but off then
0: to that. If we eat depending on how we eat it will affect our thinking as well correct exactly
2: because your if your brain is not working like it should because you've had you've, you've been living on a diet of the mad diet which is high fat sugar which is basically destroying the thinking pathway in your brain so here you've got literally your brain being eaten away and your body dying and you've got to try and think with this brain that's being eaten away and your body that's busy dying and carrying all this extra weight that is messing up your endocrine system and i mean just, that's just one of three things of a million more things I can tell you that we're doing when we eat. Now besides the fact that we're destroying our physical body, we feel awful, God tells us to honor the temple, to be stewards of the earth. You know, so if we are not honoring, um, looking after our brain and our body, and we're not looking after the earth, we're we're not honoring God. So it's a form of worship to actually honor God by saying, thank you for this brain and body. How should I eat? And God's given us everything that we need in nature. We don't need a fiddle. There's nothing wrong with food. There's everything wrong with what man has done to food.
0: Right, that's a very important statement. Food is good. Yes. God said it's all for you to eat. Exactly. But what we've done with it that's the problem. has been
2: idolatrous totally in fact totally and it's created changes in the brain that have affected things like the addiction pathways so addiction is a good thing which i also spoke about in the earlier program we are designed to be addicted to god we are designed to be addicted to love so it's very interesting that if you look at the top 7 forms of addiction the modern american diet is like up there number 3 so in other words the way that we are well, the way that we are thinking and eating is actually, the way that we are eating is affecting how the brain is actually functioning so our mind is always stronger than our body but we're making our lives incredibly difficult by eating a bad diet so if you have a toxic thought life and if you have a lot of bitterness and unforgiveness and you're just totally undisciplined in your thought life and you're eating the modern american diet i mean you really are creating a mess it's amazing that we aren't all you know that we're all still walking around but we're seeing manifest all over the place we're seeing the issues in diseases chronic diseases diseases crazy diseases that that we that Never showed up, and our kids of as young as as six and seven, and sometimes even younger, getting type two diabetes. I mean, this is like insane. Yeah,
0: it's an epidemic again. Let, let me let me stay on the topic of thinking. Eighty percent of our eating is based on our thinking. Absolutely. So, I mean, I naturally think of the mark, the whole marketing, marketing aspect yeah. uh, of food, and when you go into a grocery store, just how it's laid out to get you to grab the things that are probably the worst for you, but um, how, how do we begin to change the way we think? That, that's, you have to change the way you think to eat to make the right food choices.
2: Well, this is the thing, because it's a choice. And my people perish for lack of knowledge, as it says in Hosea. So we have to get knowledge. We have to get information. And that's why I've divided my book up into three sections, where I teach people in the first part, which is admit that there's a problem. You have to, with your mind, actually admit. How can you admit there's a problem if you don't know the problem? So I teach on the dysfunctional food system. I show how it's destroying the earth. If you have monoculture, which is abnormal from from diversity, you, you're destroying the earth. The waste we have, we're wasting, there's, there's so much waste we could feed the starving with just what's wasted every year in, in around the world globally. Um, So that's besides the fact that so in other words, we we have to to change our mind, we have to admit and recognize that there's a problem. So there's a a lot of willful blindness where people don't want, oh well, you know what, don't be a fundamentalist about eating and whatever. We need to be, if we're going to be honoring and stewarding this earth like God's called us to do, we need to be recognizing, so this is mind stuff. What I'm saying now is mind stuff. Why should you steward the earth? Why should you steward your body? Why should you honor the creation that God's given us? Well, that's a mind decision. You need knowledge. Okay, well, if if an animal is in a cafo, which is a concentrated animal feeding operation, they are shoved in there. They stand in their own feces. Their legs get broken. They on hormones and antibiotics because of being sick. They are hormones to fatten them up, antibiotics because they are sick and, and all of the, all that's going in their flesh. They get fed not they get fed um, GMO corn. They get fed things that they're not supposed to eat. There's, they found candy wrappers, and even they even eat each other. They, in other words, when they die, that, that the, the the feces. Bakery
0: infection.
2: I well, the dead cows and the, whatever, the dead cattle, all of that, I mean, it goes into what, in their feed. It just gets put in, so they, and if, if they're choking, if the animal's choking, they basically shove a, a garden hose down their throat. And, to, I mean, in other words, it's cruelty. Did God ask us to be cruel to animals, and that lands up on your, you know, in your hamburger? You know, so we, we have to have knowledge. We need to stop closing our eyes. We need to start realizing what sugar is doing, how it's in everything. I understand, you know, the, these are the principles I teach, so admit teaches you those things. The second part of the book is quit it in other words this importance of the mind this importance of getting your mind thinking correctly understanding that the reason people are on roller coasters with their weight um just this is one of the reasons is is basically because they don't realize that their minds involved if you ask people 90 percent of people will say it's got nothing to do with mind i don't exercise enough and i don't eat properly now those are two factors but you can exercise all you want and you can eat but if you don't have your mind right, it's not going to be sustainable. And what is eating properly? You really have to use your mind to understand what real food is. You see, eating is actually really easy when you eat the way you're supposed to eat.
0: Yeah, but you have to make a conscious decision. I'm not going to go for the convenience of exactly. driving through the McDonald's drive-through right. anymore. And
2: exactly. And things like, I mean, doing that, you don't digest your food properly. If you eat when you worked up, frustrated, angry, stressed, any of those kind of toxic emotions, I mean, there's a multiplicity of digestive things that should be happening that won't happen. So that food's not going to, it's, it's, it's going to go into your body, but it's going to go into fat in your body.
0: I have so many more questions <laughs> to ask you because uh, you go into great depth on real food and, and, and detail and the idea that there's not one right way of eating. We, we have to ha- have you back to talk more about that tomorrow. So um, I really uh, want to invite you to come back again tomorrow. I'll be back with Dr. Leaf, and I encourage you to copy to get a copy of her new book, "Think and Eat Yourself Smart." This book uh, is filled with information that can change your life. Literally, the way you eat will change your life, and this book gives you all the details of how to eat right, eat real food, and thinking. Eighty percent of what you eat is affected by how you think, and this book covers it all. Hey, switching gears a bit, the persecution of the Jewish people goes back centuries, and it still exists to this very day. Something we encountered firsthand on our latest trip to Ethiopia. The people in a small village called Tash Gaint are among the most persecuted people that we have ever met, yet they continue to overcome, and they never lose hope. They're an amazing group of people. Take a look. Today we are standing on the mountain hilltop
2: of Tuscany.
0: have been living here for nearly 3,000 years and this scenery is like the dawn of
2: creation.
0: We met this community which identifies as Beta Israel because of the persecution they're experiencing. They can't live in downtown. They're here in farms on the outskirts of the district and we're listening to their stories one woman has burning has scars from looks like third-degree burns from her neck down onto her arm because her house was burned by locals just because she was jewish
2: the
1: reason these two are hugging is because this woman was instrumental in helping this man become a believer and he received great persecution after he became a believer and they even told him that he had the evil eye, they call it the Buddha.
0: It's been great to see what God's doing, the doors he's opening and at the same time to see the great challenges of, of the evil one who has been opposing what we're doing. Although there's been pressure, sometimes persecution, uh, even isolation and discrimination, they are still praying the Lord.
1: family.
0: The people are alive, they still have hope, they're joyful, they're content with the little they have, but they are persecuted.
1: When we face these kind of
0: challenges, it just proves to us that God is in charge.
1: Your support will also help Jewish Voice provide life-saving humanitarian care to Jewish people and their neighbors in desperate need. We've started the work, but with your help we can do so much more. Anything you can do will make a difference and save lives. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to be that blessing. Please call or click right now and help us save and transform lives.
0: It's time to change the way you think about food. Next time, meet a doctor who combines scientific research with biblical teaching to prove how your thoughts may be more powerful than any diet. Next time on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burns. Well, that's all the time we have for today today. Before we leave, I want to remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. So if you want to prosper, pray for Jerusalem. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernus, saying shalom and God bless you.
1: Since 1967, Jewish Voice has provided humanitarian aid around the world while proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Jewish Voice has demonstrated God's love by providing medical care, eye care, and dental care, all free of charge, to some of the most impoverished people in the world. Your faithful support makes all of this possible. So please partner with us. Your generous gift helps transform lives by sharing God's love with those who desperately need it. Just call, click or write. Thank you and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Join Jewish Voice Ministries as we tour the Holy Land and celebrate Israel 2017. It's time to honor the 50-year anniversaries of Jewish Voice and the liberation of Jerusalem. On this trip, you'll stay in five-star accommodations as we tour Mount Carmel, Nazareth, Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, Upper Room, and more. You'll see Jonathan Bernis commemorate the recapture of Jerusalem, right where it happened. We'll also visit an Israeli military base and enjoy a Bedouin meal. You can renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee and participate in an immersion ceremony at the Jordan River. As an added bonus, you can even visit Eilat, the Red Sea, and world-famous Petra. Act now before this once-in-a-lifetime event sells out. Call and speak with our events coordinator to learn more exciting details about Celebrate Israel 2017. Or visit jvmi.org Israel.